This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, we're now at Pashas Bayakil, and the piece that we're dealing with is Rabbeinu Bechaya. It's uh, something which is nominally dealing with the Pasuk about Shemir Shabbos, but it introduces inyanim, uh, much deeper inyanim, that I could die to get a sense of. Okay, um, it's on Parshal Lamed Hay Pasuk Beis. The Pasuk is Sheisham Tatsam Lochim Mashviel Chem Kodesh Shabbos Shabbos Hashem, and he points out Avinu Bechaya, Lo Motzinu Shehizem Moshe La Shabbos Bikan K'Moshen Star Parshal Shal Ma'ila. So, Rebbe points out, we have a Shmir Shabbos in Kisisa, we have a Shmir Shabbos here. The Lashon is very different. Over there it's Shabbosay Tishmoru, a double Shabbos, and over here it just says Shmatim Asa Shabbos. Basically, before he explains Shabbosay Tishmoru and Baini Bermne Yisrael, there's an element in Shmir Shabbos that is nigla, the halachas as we know them and as given to us. And then there is a panemius Indian in Shabbos, a hidden Indian of what Shabbos is, and that's the double Shabbos, Shabbososai and and Baini Veni so there's something but sinner Shabbos and he extrapolates mm, as well as any other mitzvahs are all given as double mitzvahs and there is a panemius to it. Now, um, here he says, "V'omer shmartem es hashabbos, v'lo oma es yom hashabbos, lefishu b'shabbos al yoyna." It says over there, "Shmartem es hashabbos." It's not yom hashabbos because we're talking about the panimistic Indian of Shabbos. And then he brings the, also from the passage from the Yisrael Asis hashabbos and so on. Now he's going to make a point about when and where is appropriate to talk about these things. Um, and he says that the parasha before was told to Yechidim, it brings right from the Pasuk, this was told to Rabbim. V'nyonim nistorim elu, hanechlol memitzah Shabbos, those nistadik inyonim that were told to Moshe about Shabbos, nitztavim Moshe m'pyakashbohu l'galosom l'chidei Yisrael. Moshe was told to reveal them to Yechidim. O l'kach yizkesham davav ne Yisrael, when he's speaking to Yechidim, and he's indicting the Lashon, they're speaking to Yechidim, he should um, tell them about the Indian of Shabbos, Benigla Venista. Here he's talking about to everyone. And that's why he doesn't talk about the Muslim of Shabbos and the Kabbalah and the, the Hester. And that's why he just speaks about the halachis, the pashta sense of it, and so on. Yes. So, so, so there's a previous pasuk which says es shabbososai tishmoru and it's yes. shabbosos, and so that was to yechidim. Correct. And that included both the shabbos of the nigla and the shabbos of the nister. And here in this pasuk, it's just one shabbos. Right. Just Yom HaShabbos. Right. And here we're talking about Vayakel to Koladat Yisrael. <coughs> Over there we're talking Bnei Yisrael and so on. So the Menachai concludes um, 
that vehine Moshe Pesach lono Pesach mitoch dvorov lehalim sisiter. So Moshe has given us an insight that we're supposed to hide sisiter. And then the Rabbi Nachman brings another raya from the Chazal that it says for that when Unculus was mitargim the Navi. Not because I'm sorry, Zemzman Azil was the Metagram of the Navi. A Basel came out and said, Who revealed my secrets? And it says that you, that uh, certainly someone who reveals too much, Shunikra Megala Storim, the Rachel Megala So, Drabena Bechaye here um, is sort of puts down an anchor in the Torah <coughs> of the Indian of Nakbi Megala Sisitar Damoinam. I want to talk a little bit about the Indian of not being Megala Sisater Am. Um, why not? It's, um, in, 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 it's when we talk about a secret, we usually talk about things that are, you know, damaging to me. Um, I, you know, I don't want uh, people to know that I have X problem or Y problem. Might uh, hurt Shaduchim, might hurt the business, um, whatever it is. What's the, what is the reason of not being Megala the Devarim um, to the Hamon? Let's talk about this a little bit. Um, there are a few reasons, um, and I would like to uh, go through some of them, because especially today is a door where a lot of people feel it's very, very important to broadcast this Torah. Um, it's you. You almost can't uh, give a share without calling it something about Kabbalah. So it's important to understand a few of the Nakudas. Why? Um, let's take an easy reason, a simple reason, and, and this is why Tamei Torah were not revealed. In um, it says actually in Pasha Kisisa, the Shem talk about it that. One of the reasons the Talmud Torah is not revealed, Chazal say, the Gemara, Gemara Sanhedrin says, why weren't Talmud Torah given? Because um, two Talmud Torah were given, and Gedola Olam were nichsholim. Shlomo Melech said, he will be able to do it, he will be able to do it, and he was nichshol. When you give somebody a directive, and you don't give him the reason, the person does not have any um, shlita on the directive. The person is not the boss of the directive. I don't know. I was told to deposit it in the bank. But, you know, you get a lot more money if you deposit it, if you invest it here or there. I'm not sure that he wanted to get money. Maybe he just has to pay a bill. I don't know. I, I don't have any mastery over the directive. So if my boss says, here's a check for $100,000 deposited in the bank in the corner here. I, I can only do that. If he tells me a reason, he says deposit here because they give the most interest, and I find that the other bank has jacked up the interest or whatever, I feel that I am now in a position to reverse that decision. So I become the master over it when the reason has been given to me. And I want to make it, I, w- I want to point out um, a sharp this. If I guessed the reason myself, I may be right, but I don't feel I'm the master of it. If the contract said you will deposit the money in this bank, um, 
I, I may guess the reason, I may be right, but I can't come back to the person and say, well, it's obvious that the reason he wanted there is because of this and this, and therefore this was a better deal. But if the contract says you'll deposit it in, in this bank, being that they give the highest interest, I become the master of it. So I can claim that that's the more important part of the contract, and now it's here or there, whatever it is. The, 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 given the, the mitzvahs were given to us, once Mantar is given to us, where the directive comes first. And we have no mastery over the Misa. So since Sisra Torah and Tame Torah are, um, are sort of the, um, they, they, they give us a reason, even, so, so a person who is um, a Yochid, a person, people of, of, of Das and, and Yerushimayim, when they hear reason, it enriches their flavor of doing the mitzvahs, but it does not serve to become the key and the and the master over the mitzvah. So yes, it gives me a tam when I do the mitzvah, but even if it seems the mitzvah in this particular instance is contrary to the tam, it still will I will still not use it against it. Whereas the hamonam has a tendency, well, the reason for this is this, and it doesn't really apply here, and therefore we shall reverse course or whatever it is. That is a very, very strong reason why it was given over. I want to point out in context, um, this was one of the key components in the machlokas of Hasidus and Misnagdis. Um the, 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 the point of Hasidus was that people are doing actions without time. They're done by rote, they're done mindlessly and heartlessly. So now, to give timim that are kind of, you know, just invented timim, this is for this, this is for that, the other one, obviously nobody felt that that was appropriate or good. But we do have an, a, a big treasury of timim in Sifik Kabbalah, which are emesat tamim. So let's open up that storehouse and let's give people the sense of the dveikas nagashkoch that you get by doing this mitzvah, that mitzvah, the other mitzvah. That was the approach of chassidus in its broad, in the broad strokes. The, the counter thing was that when you start, if you speak about what kind of dveikas you have in nagashkoch with davening, and that's the ikar of davening, so the time begins to matter less. Having a meal before, if it helps you have the dveikas, is good. And the Nefesh HaChayim, one section of it is devoted. You have to understand something. It wasn't a question of davening early or later, chsidim, no, 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 terrible people, davening late, and so forth. Th- there was a struggle for how to prioritize. And I don't, I think like all Machlugs are great people, both sides meant the same thing. The question was, which side needs to be exaggerated because <coughs> of the problems. The chsidim felt that Avoda was dry, sort of letter of the law, no spirit of the law, and infusing it with lots of emotion and understanding of, of, of it would give so much more neshama to it. And the, the Litvisha, the, the Mestagvisha position was that without having um, structure, you have nothing. That's the point of Shai Mix. I mean, learn it and you'll see. It. That's exactly, that was the, the struggle. I, I want to tell over an anecdote that I read which sort of exemplifies just by the fact that it was written as such. 
and I, I was quite shocked and surprised, but where I read it. Um, Rav Zevin, Rav Shlomo Yosef Zevin, was a tremendous Talmud Chacham, a really big Talmud Chacham. He, he knew Kol Tere Kula, he was encyclopedic, and he was one of the founders of Encyclopedia Talmudis. Um, he came from old Chabad, which meant, wasn't Lubavitch, he was a Kapist actually, and very sympathetic to Chassidus. I mean, he sort of had this quasi tish in his house. He had, he had the flavor of the old Chabad Chassidus pre-Rashab days in the Kapusta. Fine. Um, he has storybooks, Sipuri Chassidim, which he called and he brings the, the stories that he feels are quintessential and true to the spirit. And it's his taste in the stories he brings. He brings the following story. Um, there were two very big tzaddikim. I don't remember the name. I have a poor memory for big tzaddikim. And one of whom was Halababach Achasit. Um, I think they, they, if I remember correctly, there's something that they called him the lip. He had something with his lip or something, the lip or something, whatever it was. And they were Erev Hashanah traveling um, and they were not near a Jewish town yet. And it was getting late. And they finally, it was quite late, and they, and they finally get to a town to, with a Jewish minion. And as they're riding through the town, the, um, they, they say, Ah, oh, Baruch Hashem, we got here, finally we're going to take a And someone tells them, there's no shayfa in this town, but another ten kilometers down, or five kilometers down, there's a town with a shayfa. The aloha is, Eimavirat for shayfa. So the other chassid, the non-chavad, started slowing down the horses, you know, and uh, the Chabad one whipped the horse and said, you know, we're moving. And they, and they went to the other town, um, despite the fact it was added at home. And the other Chassid was like shocked and told the Chabad Chassid, I don't stand. It says, So the other Chassid answered him, your Rebbe taught you the halachas of Shefer. My Rebbe taught me what Shefer is. And if you know what Shefer is, you'd also want to be even my Valachon to get there. That's the story. It's shocking that somebody like Abzevin would bring the story. And again, if I, I don't need to believe the story ever happened. Um, if it happened, there may have been uh, another three sheetas. In other words, maybe it wasn't Ben Ashmoshes yet. It was in the first sheet, and not the second sheet. Maybe. You know, I, I don't have a problem finding some halachic solution to the story. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think it's a, it's a, it's a, it has its great chachma to just vilify chesidim as being oiva halacha, because then you're, the, the, I mean, then, then, then there's no, there's no point to, to talking about the machlokas. They, they were great people. This, this was a big struggle. But that attitude <coughs> where you put the timing before the maisa was the struggle between Hasidus and Isnagdus. And the story is shocking. In other words, with all due respect to knowing how great Shefer is, um, you know, at the end of the day, the Tam is still, is still not, uh, it doesn't override the Halacha. Uh, in conjunction with this, just to even out the score, we, we, there's a different Hasidus Shemaisa, which is an awesome story, it's a Gevaldic Avart, and it shows the other side. This was in Ger. This is a true story. The, um, in Ger, with the Stas Emes, built Ger Achsidus. And davening time on Shabbos morning was 10 o'clock. 
Berhut, Ger. You got up in the morning, you didn't get up 10 o'clock, you got up 7 o'clock, you went to the mikveh, you learned to the parasha with the medrash, you, um, you, 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 you did this, you did that, you, you prepared yourself for the evening, it, was, it wasn't, uh, wasn't uh, a, a sleeping. And 10 o'clock sharp, that's when the davening gets. The Shasemus was nifter, and his son, after the shiva, the Ermotcha, of Ermotcha, the Emes, uh, announced, Zman Krishma is 7.35, davening is 7 o'clock. And Ger was like devastated. It, because for a lot of people, this, this had become the way of life. I mean, the Dachonef the, 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 the everything that went into it, from 7 to 10 and davening at 10 was, was the Yiddish character. This was, and all of a sudden the whole world topsy-turvy. You know, you roll out of bed into davening and, and uh, it was just, kids, are, they didn't know what to do. A Rebbe is a Rebbe and a Rebbe, you know, makes Takhanas and Zeris as he wishes. So one of the older Hasidim went to the Rebbe and sort of tried to convince him to change, to change the, to change the, um, the, the Takhanas. And he, he needed to be able to um, word it, present it diplomatically. So he said the following. He said, Rebbe, he said, my, my davening was so much better before. I'm, I'm a weak person. I know that if I were stronger and a better person, I, I wouldn't need all this time. But, you know, I'm just a, a, a weak person. I can't possibly, it, it, it takes me time to get my ruchnis revved up. If the Rebbe would only know how much better our davening was at 10 o'clock, I'm sure the Rebbe would, you know, w- 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 would, for our sake, change it. So he answered him in typical laconic uh, Kotsk slash Gare fashion. And he said, If the Ketoros, if they would put in a drop of honey in the Ketoros, the odor would be overwhelming. It would be infinitely greater than it was. It just, it would knock everybody out. So the kasha is, So why can't you mix the vas? Because the Torah said, you can't be makhdeh, sir, and vas. In other words, you're right, but you still can't miss man krishma. Um, and that was, this was chesidus. It wasn't. Uh, it was. It was ger. Um, but it's just sort of the other attitude. So one reason. This is a bit of a digression, but I think it's, a, it's an important sugi in terms of understanding these things. So one Indian was when you give over time in tramayin am, you make them the balabas over the halacha, and they misuse it instead of instead of it enhancing the understanding. They use it to limit the halacha, which is absolutely wrong. One. Second reason. Um, why Taima Mitzvahs could not be given over, should not be given over to Hamayim. Um, let's talk about this. Let's give a muscle and understand. Let's say a person went through a very, very difficult period in his life. A death law lane or divorce law lane or things, uh, a, a, a very difficult illness, a difficult issue with a child. Things that are very, very um, difficult. And now he sits down with somebody. He builds an, somebody that's close to, and he wants some result. So he sits and he talks and talks about it and shares it with him. And the sharing of that, um, of those deep feelings 
are part of the intimacy and the Kesha with that person. It, one instinctively feels that a room full of people in that setting is not appropriate to talk about it. Even if they're all close friends of mine, th there, is, there are one-on-one -on -one intimate sharings, and there is something in a tzibur, it, it doesn't, it, it's, it's almost, um, it's, it's kind of exhibitionist. Like, you don't talk about, um, you know, intimate things. Intimate things are spoken about intimately. It's got nothing to do about this secret can harm you, not harm you. It's just the, 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 the flavor of things that are very close to, to, to you is that it's done in a very intimate surrounding. And it could be a room full of my best friends. There are things I'll speak one-on-one -on -one with each and every one of them, but not as a group. That's the, that's the tzur of it. The, the morale, when he speaks about, in the Mishnah, it says, Eindorshin, Barayas, and, you know, and Eindorshin, and this, and Matzah recovered. He says, the tzura of how Torah is given, of how each particular area of Torah is given, reflects the nature of the Torah itself. The, 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 the Gemara calls it In other words, there's an intimacy to it. That the Torah that is called Chutz, meaning the description of the outward manifestation of the mitzvah. Matzah is flour and water and, 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 and worked and, not, and baked within 18 minutes, etc., etc. That's the outward manifestation of the mitzvah. And that has the Mokom Barabim. You makil makhelos and you derish b'teira and faket. There's the Indian of of rabbim. That's a very big chizuk. That's the tzur of teira. That's the chutz. There's a chelik of teira that's chamukir chayek. When I talk about a kodesh baruch and it's deeper and hagis and intimate and hagis, it's an intimate teira. And the more intimate that is, its tzur is yachit to yachit. And therefore, there's something about the flavor of the teira that is extremely. Um, it's 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 perverted when it's talked about casually, you know, at a cocktail party. So, th so do you really think that Atzilus is mischaber with uh, Kesser in this in this way? I mean, it, it's not it's not cocktail party talk. Just like um, it, it, it just like there, it, it belongs to the world of intimacy. In Torah also, Torah is a knowledge of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. There's the Chalakim that is Chutz, and they're covered of that is. Berabim to be Jewish Berabim, and there's a chelik that's called Pnim, and its kavod is to be Nidrash, um, Bifnim, and Bichidus, and and the more intimate it is, the less of a tzibur that you want dashing to. So there's something about the kavod of that chelik of Torah is lies in the intimacy rather than and and, and the Chazal called Hamukiri meaning which is the intimate part of a person and so on. That's the second reason. Uh, it's something that in America we also have a lack of a sensitivity uh, that uh, the, um, the idea of things being private um, is, is, is lacking in the cover I was once sitting on a bus from Yerushalayim to Nebrak um, and it's about an hour ride uh, no, it's all from people. A from American lady gets on. She sits down to the lady in front of me, two strangers, and she had a loud, raucous voice, 
um, shrill. And by the time the trip was over, I knew everything about this lady's divorce. And so did half the bus, at least anyone who understood English. And it floored me um, how a person could speak about, yes, the need to unburden it to talk is very important, but to pick a stranger next to you on a bus and to speak about it in a tone that that the, the you know that, that the whole bus, even if they didn't know English, they probably guessed most of it. It just was so sure. I, I was astounded. I mean, I was beginning to guess maybe why this lady's husband had got to meet her. But uh, um, it's it just something about it that's that's terribly, terribly um, undignified. It's terribly degrading. That's two. A third reason um, is that the there's a there's a big problem in the world of um, discussing panemius of um, Torah because chitzenius of Torah deals with very physical things. Matz is very physical, so what's good flour and what's good water and so on and so forth. There, there, are, there are little mistakes. In other words, the topic itself doesn't require a refined mind, but rather it requires simply a um, uh, just knowing the material but when we start speaking about Akaristogos and Hagis there's a big big dilemma on the one hand you're talking about things that have no real Metzius on the other hand you have to talk about something so you speak Akaristogos right and left you speak about this Mida that Mida other Mida but they're not really Mida the way we understand them they're all Mishalim and it requires a very refined mind to be able to think of the abstract even though you're using concrete markets. So you're speaking about Kashpoko's right hand, Kashpoko's left hand, Kashpoko's right foot, Kashpoko's left foot, but you need to, to always strip the muscle into nothingness to get to the nimshal. And that's dangerous. A person who learns Zohar, and he's not that way, then instead of becoming a bigot tzaddik, he becomes an apicorus because he pictures somewhere in the recesses of his mind because Shpachu is right and left. There's no right, there's no left because Shpachu. There's no hands and no feet. There's no top, there's no bottom. There's none, of these, none of these terms mean what they mean in a physical way. So only yechidim are shayach to that type of understanding. And you need to pick those people. Maybe we'll talk more about this in some other time, but those are three of the reasons Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar just says that the Torah itself laid down the principle that one should not discuss these in Yanu with Hamon Am. I'm um, giving three reasons, three of the main reasons why it's like that, and uh, here's the marker. Maybe in other places we'll talk about it more. Ready? Yes. Does this perhaps tie in with what we learned about last year, that in terms of what's just more chashev, uh, the Torah that's nister versus the Torah that's nigle, and that Torah sinister only has chashivas if it's built upon a correct, structure of... Correct, correct, it's the token of... It, it, it's the token, Torah sinister is the token of Torah nigla. Yes, it's correct. It's a description of nigla, correct. Okay, then the Rabbi Mechaia says another point here. He says, why in the Torah do we use Eish um, as being the prototype of Malacha? It's the only Malacha that's really written in Furish. The Gemara Darshans, it's, um, it's, the Gemara Darshans, 
uh, from it the uh, Indian of well, it's Machlokas, where to love Yotzus, Alechalak Yotzus, but just I'll be drush. He says a pshat. Uklal kol amlochos b'melechas eish ki biyadua sherov amlochos of neodim isaskebem ein al de eish ke eish sibasimikram. So I'll take a drop of liberty to interpret his words. Th- the the um, the motor, the energy. Eish represents energy, which it does. Eish uh, is the 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 our most um, the, the most the tangible sense of energy that we possess. So, Eish, since, since the source of all Malachas is energy, so Eish is designated as the prototype Malacha. And that's why Chazal or Metakin by Havdolah should tchilas hetam lochos levorach ala Eish bo Eish. So that's why by Havdolah we start the week by a brach on fire, because from now the motor is we're putting the motor on. What we're going to do with the motor? Well, we can drive the car, we can use the drill, we can, um, you know, take make us you know plug the saw in. It makes a difference. But all of these things are um, told us of a so to speak. So that's why the the bracha, the first bracha we make on something is baramar ash. Because the Eish is Tchel Samlochem Aisabreshis, Okinah Shekosim and Rishon Vahiyor. So that's why he says also, he answers another issue. Why is the first Bria Or? Um, you know, it, it, light is a very nice thing, but, I mean, when you, when you build a building, you don't start with the lights. It's a strange thing. And he says because Or is another way of describing Eish. It's the, it's the force, the energy of the Bria, the power of the Bria. And that's why that was the first Bria. That's what he describes. Now he adds another point here. He says, Vehine, Dalad Brachas Abdullah Rishumasan Kol Masko. The four Brachas of Abdullah are in Pashas Brachas. Birchas Hayayin, Rimuzi Bepasik Brachas Bimilas Haaretz, Shehu Agan, Begefen Bagan, Vayayin Amishumah Vanavashesh Mebrachas. So when it says, Vesra Kimas Tashmayim Bas Haaretz, Haaretz is the the chaluk of Oretz that was designated for men is the gan, and the and the and the um, crown of the gan is the gofen. That's one. Berchas atzei psamim, remuza b'milas v'ruach alokim, kareach b'mtzos v'ruach v'avir sheyishaf adam avir v'yachnis b'chaydmei. The second one is um, in the in the in the ruach alokim. That's why you have a remez for that. V'oid mashidur karuchas minyas hareach. In other words, Reach requires, Reach rides on Ruach, on, on the distri- distribution through air currents, and that's why one is telling the other. Moira, Ha'aish, Nema Yi'or. Ha'mav, Mekor Shechol, Shnem Vayavo Kimer Al-Choshech, Ravenze. So Mechai tells us that, you know what, he says, in the parasha of uh, Havdolah, in the parasha of Reishet, we have all of Havdolah Merumas. Fine, that's uh, uh, the remis. But, uh, but why? I mean, wh- why would why would we have um, in the parshas brachas marumas avdolah? I mean, I could see vaychulu, like after vaychulu, we'd find some place. I mean, maybe if the first day was Sunday, it was Matzah Shabbos was the, was 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 before that. But wh- why in parshas brachas do we have avdolah? So let's let's talk about it. There, um, there's a saying 
that developed thinks that the aside of our Muna is Bria Yesh Me'ayin. And the truth is, the Bria is Ayin Me'yesh. Let's talk about this. Um, the assumption is, if, the, if nothing existed, so things came into being with Yihir. But that's not true. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was the entirety of the world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, was, everything, everywhere. Now, our belief is that Kaddish Baruch Hu is Netzach, and the world was a Chiddush. So if the world was a Chiddush, then, um, then, 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 then what was the first act of the Bria? The first act of the Bria was the other way around. HaKadosh Baruch Hu cut Kaviyahu and limited himself not to, um, to, to he, he, he created, what he created was a bubble of apparent, of, 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 of the appearance of not being there. So when a person takes a look around the world, he sees himself, he feels himself, he sees a world of nature, HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes a lot of think, thought and insight to believe and so on. So the first action that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did was to divide a piece in, in, in a universe, just using words so that, in a universe that was totally HaKadosh Baruch Hu um, a chilek was made into chulim, where we could choose to do good, to do bad, and, and, and so on. So the maisa of bria is a maisa of havdala between um, the ultimate and the finite, between the kodesh and the chol. That's what it is. The word bara, the rishonim, Ramban, and Abinazar, they they bring one of the one of the um, meanings of bara is um, like liveris is a yar, which means to cut down the forest. The um, the word bar, bra, means outside. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made something outside of himself. That's, that's, that's the Maisa Bracious. So the oimek of the Maisa Bracious is a havdola from total kdusha to chol. Chol is a world of rishus. The, the 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 entire universe is referred to in the Gemara as Chalolosal Roshus. It means uh, nominally, literally, it means kind of the um, the, the, the the dominion of uh, Rome. But but it carries itself this flavor. It's it's the bubble of Rishus. In other words, uh, the first step of was the Havdalah from Kodesh, and we're left with the world of Chol. So it would be extremely, um, it would be extremely meaningful if the person were able to, um, if, if, if in Parashas Breshis we found Avdola. And I didn't mean, I didn't mean it so playfully when I said if the first day is Sunday, then the night before Moshe Moshe Shabbos. In other words, the world was Kulo Shabbos, so to speak, and now Kachbar created Sunday. 
Shabbos came back to original Shabbos, but, but it starts with Sunday because the before was the Shabbos. So the world starts with a certain Havdalah, and then this comes into being. Um, the, um, if, if you also think about the different elements in Havdalah, um, in, in Havdalah we have the Geffen, we have the, um, the, the, the Eish, we have the Psalmim, and we have the Baruch uh, of And he points out which one is. If you think about it, each one of the elements, Geffen, Geffen, takes, a, Geffen takes a person from the rational world to the supra-rational world. In other words, um, the transcendent world. The, 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 the world of Seichel cuts gvulos. The Das creates the Havdalah, and the Geffen is the, blurs the Havdalah. So Geffen is an element that stands on that line of Havdalah. It's from the beyond to where it is. Ash is the beginning of, like he says, like Malacha, of Asiya, of the world, of the, of the um, dynamic world, to the static world. Reach, it says, the, 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 the Indian of Reach is that it's Meshiv as a Nefesh. In Kteris, it says, Vayamid ben Achayim Mesim. In Kteris, Reach, when a person faints, you usually try to revive them by giving smelling salts. The Koyach of Reach is a Koyach because it, it rests on a person's kochachius. Halachically, you measure a person living with, by the breathing of his nostrils. Um, you know, the neshama, so to speak, is apov. So, so that's the dividing line between chayim and mavis and havdolik and and chol. In other words, we point at specific elements that divide, that are the very sharp divisions in the world between the different yonim. So I can that that is the remis. That's that's where the remis is going with the Indian of Abdullah. So we spoke about a few things in Red and Bahaya. First is the Indian of Sisatora, why it's supposed to stay with Yechidim. Um second point was the point about the Molochas being all formats of age. The way imagine a motor that you can attach an infinite amount of applications to it. Same thing, energy has many, many applications, but if you want to grab um, the concept of work at its source, the energy is where you grab it at. And then we have the remez of Abdullah and Biyas Olam, because Biyas Olam kind of is an act of separating from Baruch Hu and becoming an independent entity. That's the real act of creation. 